0: My dad is daddy. Okay. <laughs> Uncle Sam, I want to know what you're doing with tax Okay,
1: me. where was I when I said that? They're loco. I kinda was a license. So, We're just gonna make up rules as we go along. Show really?
2: some R E S P I C T. Uh, anyway, Owen oh Chief. Uh,
1: tell you this. I'm gonna start at an 11. <laughs>
2: I'm going to take it to about a
1: 15 real quick. Well, uh, Who wouldn't want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response.
2: We can't have
3: this on the court.
4: I give you America itself! This is Ed McMahon, and now, here's Armstrong and Getty.
2: i this story I just heard about a Chick-fil-A somewhere where they accidentally served a woman cleaning solution instead of coffee. And she didn't like it? You're a bad employee. Yeah. I mean, like, you're not even close. You missed by so far. You're not even close. I think you're a psychopath. <laughs> it's not, I asked for
4: coffee and you gave me Coca-Cola. Or decaf. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. This uh-huh. isn't coffee. This is Borax. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. This is window cleaner. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, let me see your receipt. And you know what they'll yep, probably... Yeah, the ordered coffee, my bad. You know what they'll probably do? Retraining. That's clearly the problem. Retraining nationwide. Oh, the coffee is not a cup of Windex. <laughs> Ow. Live from Studio C, si, Senior. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications Compound, and today we're under the tutelage of our general manager.
4: A five thirty report, Jack. It's the FBI's uh, form for uh, following up with an investigation and an interrogation. It's merely a raw regurgitation of what they uh, what they learned. So the FBI report is out. Where do I read it? What website can I go to to read it? You can't. What? You can't handle the truth, I'm man. I'm an American citizen. No, you, you'll you get nothing and like it. I paid for this report. You'll get nothing and write a thank you note. I'm not allowed to read it. That's mm. right. And for pretty good reasons, which, uh, you know, I can get into now or later. But. Privacy, mostly? Well, yeah, yeah, and that it is a raw regurgitation of what various people said. I got a raw
2: regurgitation for you.
4: Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, including uh that which might be false defamatory oh, misleading right, right you talk to some not idiot. credible right yeah while i was uh, discussing uh with mrs armstrong uh, uh jack's background a uh a meth head ran into the living room and started to scream he's a rapist he's a rapist i saw him raping a woman The meth head then said, I'm sorry, I'm a psychopath, and wandered back out into the yard. Well, you don't want he's a rapist, he's a rapist, out, you know, in the public. It's unfair.
2: Do I I understand there's one copy they all have to share? Like the uh, Playboy that went around my junior high one year?
3: (laughs) Exactly. No photocopying. That's the worst
2: thing I've ever heard. One yeah. copy that went around, um, dog-eared, tattered. So they're taking a, a page out of uh, Scientology, where everybody goes in that room and reads that thing, and exactly you have to, you have to swear to secrecy. That's right. You got to achieve a certain <laughs> level of senator. Um, I assume some details are going to leak out. Although whoever leaks some details, the other side will say that's not true or something.
4: Well, it's it's kind of already begun. Awesome inevitably and and you know it's carefully tailored to either assassinating the character of judge kavanaugh or making him seem like a good guy
2: um new poll out showing enthusiasm is back with the republicans uh and i i think the reason why is pretty easy to understand for the upcoming election we'll talk about that coming up let's introduce everybody starting with our board operator michelangelo how are you this morning, Michael?
3: I'm doing excellent. It's um, dental time. I, I got a dental appointment today, and I'm going to do what I usually do. I eat Oreos right before the appointment. <laughs> and then I open my mouth and, and get your money's worth. <laughs> yeah, I like it. What do you think of this? Yeah, what do you ah, think of that? Like... <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's I think I got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious oh that's great there's positive or how about, uh, like uh, what are you, uh, red whips red vines what do you yeah. call it licorice yeah yeah so it looks like your mouth is just bloody
3: plus i'll ask for a lot of sugarless gum and say i don't even want to, the floss i haven't used the last stuff yet <laughs> There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. We have a new entry on the Positive Sean blog, which you can find at armstrongandgetty.com. You can also just Google in Positive Sean blog. And for some reason, if you type in the website address, positiveseancats.com, it redirects to my blog. I have no idea how that happened, (laughs) but that actually does happen. Uh, I have uh, my debut uh, written version of Review the Preview, where I take a movie trailer that has been released. I watched the preview of this movie and I review that preview as a standalone thing and uh, judge its likelihood to get me to go see that movie. The movie featured this this time is the upcoming movie Vice, featuring an unrecognizable Christian Bale as former Vice President Dick Cheney. I have no idea how that's even the same person.
2: Did he get so we're looking at pictures of him. So he gained all that weight to be Dick Cheney? Yes. God, I, I can't believe actors do that. Yeah, you you, you often win Oscars uh, if you do the weight gaining thing. They they seem to make a big deal. Out uh, yeah, of that. Or losing.
3: Or, Important to note that there is no drug testing in in movies, so a lot of these times when you see guys just bulk up all of a sudden over oh, yeah, three months, I, I they're just that. on the juice. And, and
2: I yeah. but but yeah, you look better if you do that. Getting <laughs> fat when you've been handsome your whole life or beautiful your whole life, in the case of uh, what's her name who gained weight to be that serial killer.
3: Oh, Charlize Theron.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just can't imagine doing that. Um, there's Marshall Phillips who does I, our... I did it for fun, <laughs>
1: so I can picture that.
2: There's Marshall Phillips who does our news every
1: day. How are you, Marshall? Hey, I'll tell you, today is a day you can really sink your teeth into. It is National Taco Day. Americans- oh, that means we're
2: playing It's Raining Tacos all day long yes. today. Oh, no. Fantastic. Yes, no. Marshall?
1: Yes, indeed. Americans enjoy <clears throat> over 4 billion tacos a year. And around half the population eats at Taco Bell at least once a month. Or oh, really? you know what
4: I think of tacos.
1: raining tacos from out of the sky. Yeah. Tacos. No need to ask why. Mm-hmm. Just open your mouth and close your it's eyes. It's even got
2: instructions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's what I like. It's
4: got a directory <laughs> yeah. on how to do it. As You're usual, my comment on this song is. Lyric is bizarre and nonsensical. If tacos were falling out of the sky, there'd be plenty of reason to ask why. It would be a terrifying and, and, and shocking phenomenon.
1: I found this amazing. Half of America eats a Taco Bell at least once a month. And I, I looked it up.
2: DMR <coughs> Business Statistics came up with That's that. That's amazing. Half of America eats a Taco Bell once a month. Yes. Where else are you going to get a Mexican pizza? And I've yeah. never been, so there's somebody going extra for me. Well,
4: uh, you know, the taco is my favorite sandwich. It is a <laughs> absolutely delicious food.
1: <laughs> and positive, Sean. I will. I want to suggest you might want to add the bell to your portfolio. That might be a good the addition. Bell. Oh, that's a, yeah. Fifty. That's that's some good statistical yeah. analysis. I'll yeah. check
3: out their their uh, profit to expense ratio. Thank Excellent. you for that, Marshall. Uh, I'm Jack
2: Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday, October the fourth. The year 2018, we are setting you straight in 21-8, where Armstrong and Getting we approve of this program.
4: All right then. <clears throat> Let's begin unleashing our own report on you, precisely according to FCC rules and regulations at Mark.
2: Okay, I'm sorry, Russian hacking has just gotten ridiculous now. <laughs> no, because I get them going off the elections, but rotten tomatoes, really? Like, what's next? They'll be hacking your Airbnb reviews just like Susan's building was too uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, vote Trump. Who is this guy? <laughs> Uh, What are other headlines, Marshall Phillips? Well, the report
1: has landed. The Kavanaugh backgrounder arriving at the White House and the Senate before dawn. Russia getting blasted for more worldwide cyber attacks. And you want to clean up your city? Get ready for crafts now. Stories
2: coming up minutes from now. This is a hit song from the 80s, back when Kavanaugh was uh, roaming the streets. (laughs) Easy. This song is by a, a musical act named Taco. Oh, okay. Yeah, which was this is a unfortunate period of my DJ career. This actually got like radio airplay. Oh, was, yeah. which is a
3: huge hit. Yes.
2: Guy named Taco. Anyway, I have an incredibly
4: fond memory of my wife, my girlfriend at the time, making her stuffed
2: chicken sing along to this song. Wow, I hadn't thought of that in a long time. <laughs> You were locked in your house at the time Because Kavanaugh was out in the street World Three <laughs> internet was weird <laughs> Well we were bored Um, uh, How does mailbag look?
4: Oh it's very nice We have uh, philosophy, we have uh, threats We have uh, charming and family oriented Warm memories
2: Wait till you see how the enthusiasm is shifted For the upcoming midterm Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show
0: Armstrong and Getty
4: The conscience of the nation
0: The Armstrong
2: and Getty Show. So apparently there was a political cartoon that was somewhere that involved uh, Kavanaugh's little girls. Uh, which to me is way out of bounds. And Chelsea Clinton, former daughter of a well-known public parents. Um, yesterday said, uh, leave Judge Kavanaugh's daughters alone. They do not belong in your cartoons, jokes, or skits. Who who included them in there? The, the, the political cartoon oh, that boy. made the rounds yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Chelsea Clinton said, no, don't do that out of bounds. And the response in her Twitter feed of all the people making the argument of why Kavanaugh's little girls are fair game is really troubling. Yeah, yeah. And even Chelsea Clinton... Uh, saying, "Hey, layoff is is uh, you know doesn't make sense to them, right?" Is it bad for the kids to hear about what their dad did to a kid their age? Just uh, what? That's
4: not only morally bankrupt; it's inaccurate.
2: So that's something. Yeah. Well, as we've been saying for a while, the uh, we we've we've come to the determination that the other side is evil. Correct. The other side is evil. They steal babies out
4: of incubators and bayonet them, etc. That's a classic piece of wartime propaganda, by the way. I don't actually have that sort of thought running through my head. Mailbag! So the quote I was uh, paraphrasing yesterday about education comes from Frederick Bastiat. Ben Libertarian reminds me that because he is French, the last T in Bastiat is silent.
2: I'm American, so I'll pronounce it however I want. Yeah. Frenchy. Oh, we're bomb you. Exactly.
4: Oh that's right. France is our
3: oldest ally. So yeah. that'd be probably a little belligerent to bomb them. We'd be still under Queen's rule were it not for their navy. Uh-huh. Huh? So anyway, here's what he said. The
4: most urgent necessity is not that the state should teach, but that it should allow education. All monopolies are detestable, but the worst of all is the monopoly of education.
2: Amen to that, Freddie.
4: That was Bastia terrific.
2: Hey, we we have a guy emails and texts every day wanting to know what this music is called. Does it have a name? I, I haven't responded just because I assume there's no name to
4: well, it. Well, I haven't named it yet. I wrote it. I performed it. It's me playing all the instruments. No I don't have. He no, wants to
2: use it for his kids' soccer practice or something.
4: But no, no, you don't get to. It's our music. It's the mailbag music. Let's see. Oh, did you hear about uh, General Mattis and how uh, he and the the SECDEF were uh, targeted? Well, he
2: is the SECDEF, isn't he? Yes, MDM.
4: Uh, and uh, and somebody else, the Chairman and Joint Chiefs so one of the guys, who was targeted with ricin. Uh, it's a terrible, deadly poison. And then uh, one piece of mail was sent to the White House as well the other day. Uh, this is, I believe, a created piece of art, but I like it. It's in the spirit of the general. Do whoever sent me the ricin. It was delicious. I added marshmallows and made rice and crispy treats. Because he's such a tough old son of a gun. I love this quote from him.
1: What keeps you awake at night? Nothing. I keep other people awake at night. Oh, yes! Yes! (laughs) Best quote ever. Clint Eastwood-esque, but a real guy
4: in real life. And he really means it. Play that again, Sean.
1: What keeps you awake at night? Nothing. I keep other people awake at night.
3: Ah!
2: have a hero that reminds me my my son and his friends were throwing around various things on the playground with frenemies or whatnot anyway i uh, i taught him two of the great classics and you know the great thing about teaching your kids some of the classics <laughs> yes. if they say it first it's theirs i mean right. the, did you hear what he, sam said uh, right it doesn't matter if it's yeah. been around for 100 years they've never heard it right the two the two great ones ripping off their head and pooping down their throat great oh, one. Boy. Oh, my goodness. oh my god <laughs> and rip off their arm and beat them with the bloody end another classic <laughs>
4: It's bloody stump, isn't it? Whatever. Uh, that's great. <laughs> oh, did you hear what Sam said? Dude, is just a, he's a wordsmith. Wow. To the classics. And, so anyway, G- uh, G- uh, General Mattis' statement reminded uh, both Sean and I of this great moment from, from Breaking Bad.
3: You clearly don't know who you're talking
2: to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? I am the one who knocks. Arr! He should have gone sir. with you, rip off their arm and beat him with the bloody end. <laughs> it's a good one.
4: Yeah, right. <laughs> Moving along. Boy, people really, really liked the fake scientific studies story we did late in the show yesterday. We're chasing... It, it was a group of scientists who believe that there is such lockstep thinking... Such political correctness and such lunacy in the social sciences, they concocted joke, but not obviously joke,
3: papers and got them published in all sorts of scientific journals. Think like if The Onion made... Like, it's science, like, got their stories published in an actual newspaper. These guys are making mockeries right. of the, right. the, the, the study. But
4: they did it in a very rigorous and scientific way to mm-hmm. prove that among the civilization of social scientists, there are these attitudes and this lack of, uh, uh, lack of rigor in the scientific study. So it's a very scientific joke. Um, and we're gonna get one of these guys on if we possibly oh, can. Great. Uh yeah. Uh and and it's all at the website, com. Absolutely worth a read slash uh, watch of the video. Um and uh let's see, it's uh Lothar points out that uh, one of the perpetrators was Peter Bogosian, who chaired many of the Portland state panels, including those hosting James Daymore of Google Fame, which we've watched. He's uh, liberal, but he's also fed up with the current situation on college campuses. Um So anyway, thank you for that heads up. But that stuff is so great and so funny. It's worth a few minutes today. Oh, speaking of the website, uh, Joe from Dayton, frequent correspondent, says, uh, big improvements. It's looking good. Looks better than it used to. Found myself intrigued by Michelangelo's blog. Greatly appreciate his inputs. He makes it real.
2: Makes what uh, real? He makes it real. (laughs) What's your
3: blog about? I don't know. I've never been to our website. Do you make it real? I, I you know what I just I, I can't remember what I just wrote. Speaking to the truth, with you,
4: Michelangelo, you're truly a gem that keeps the show running behind the scenes. Keep the goodness coming. It's Joe in Dayton, Ohio. You're We're taking the mainstream media
2: show. ripping off its head and pooping down its throat. That's oh, what you're doing. Boy. Oh, oh,
4: oh boy, that's objectionable stuff. That'll get huge laughs. This will. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? It'll kill. <laughs> Drop the mic, Sam. Uh, this is from uh, Aloha Al. Uh, He heard us talking about the Andy Griffith Show and Dick Van
2: Dyke, which both debuted on yesterday's day, way back in the day. And my brother texted me. He said the Andy Griffith Show's on Netflix, and he's through season two. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh,
4: But Al says, my wife and I bought the box sets of both shows when my oldest was five. My girls now are 16 and 20, love the shows, still do. Cool. So different from today's dysfunctional children's shows on Disney and ABC Family, which my youngest said was a joke several years ago. She thinks there ought to be a question mark at the end of ABC Family. Um, Et cetera, et cetera. Okay, that's good stuff. Uh, Moving along. Ah, leaving a half can full of beer. Half full can of beer. (sighs) Uh, We did all our beer drinking at the Near Drive-In Theater. Nearby Drive-In Theater. When the lightweights would toss a beer out and it wasn't empty, it made a thuk sound. Sure. Once a friend was identified as a thukker, they weren't allowed to sit in our cars anymore. <laughs> You're certainly
2: not drinking my beer on my limited funds.
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, not only that, but, you know, back in the day, occasionally, occasionally, I'm told, wayward youths would acquire beer before they were of the legal drinking age. Which means it wasn't easy to acquire. And, you know, you're really glad to have it. You're living the Kavanaugh lifestyle. And- oh, boy. So, thanks, Senator Durbin. So, yeah, somebody wasting it was just
2: inconceivable. Uh, waste my beer, I remove an appendage and whack you with the hour uh, the, the right, end. Right, right, either that or decapitate
4: <laughs> me and defecate, et cetera. Down my trachea. Uh, how much time, Michael? Uh, all right. I don't want to rush through this. I'll, I'll do this. Here's an ad, Jack. Can you see this? It's a posted ad with a bunch of tear-offs at the bottom. Gotcha. Yeah. It is in Seattle. It's like we- one
2: more for sale.
4: Exactly, except it's very nicely printed with artwork and everything. We are Working Washington. Protect workers' rights. Make sixteen fifty an hour plus benefits. Full-time, part-time career. They are hiring professional protesters. Yeah. Keep that in mind next time you see that on the news. Workers protesting for minimum wage.
2: That's a good idea.
4: Oh, yeah. Plus, you get 10 people. The news camera's pressing close to make it look like a ton of people. It's
2: just a good idea. Part of the game. It's AstroTurf. Um, Marshall's News next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We're going to talk to a reporter in a few minutes about the uh, the mechanics of how this whole FBI report is being received. We'll learn a little more about that now with Marsha Phillips.
1: Well, the report has indeed landed. The Trump administration says nothing the FBI uncovered in interviews this week should keep the Senate from voting on Brett Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination. The White House has sent summaries of the interviews over to the Senate. That happened before dawn today. You got the Judiciary Committee Chairman Chuck Grassley reading it right now. That will that. How reading, long will that take? That reading will be followed up by his colleagues. Are you
4: familiar with the whiff controversy? I hope it's big print for
2: Mr. Grassley.
4: Yes. (laughs) That's ageism. I know it when I hear it. Yes. The whiff controversy. A number of Republican staffers said in the previous six background checks, and I think this one, there was not a whiff of uh, any allegations of sexual abuse or alcohol abuse. And Dick Durbin is now making the rounds. I heard him on three different channels this morning saying... Uh, Number one, they shouldn't have said that. Number two, uh, uh, I disagree. There was a whiff of sexual abuse or alcohol problems. He said, well, I'm not going to say that. I don't think we should be disclosing anything. I think we should observe the confidentiality. And then a reporter said, was it sexual abuse? And he said, well, no. (laughs) So evidently in one of the background checks, they said he likes to get his drink on.
2: Well, those kind of stupid stories are why the um, uh, enthusiasm for voting for Republicans has shot up in a very short period of time. So the Democrats held a clear lead in enthusiasm uh, in July, which is why most pundits believe that the Dems would take back the House and the Senate was in play, because enthusiasm matters, always matters, but really matters in midterms because turnout is so big. (laughs) But in, Republican turnout has shot up 12 points, or enthusiasm, people who say the elections are very important, has shot up from 68 to 80%, now in a tie with the Democrats. Wow. And most of the, the people who are looking at this believe it's the coverage of the Kavanaugh thing, yeah. where you think, this is just ridiculous. I'm, this is just ridiculous, a bunch of this crap that
4: you're throwing out. I'm not a Republican. The Republican Party is the party that has any heft that swings closer to what I want, uh, but barely... Because there are a bunch of hypocritical punks. Uh, On the other hand, I am fired up now. Sure. Me, as, as a voter. In a way, I wasn't before all this. Watching, like, Cory Booker and Kamala Harris and Dick Durbin and that malignant, evil, fake Vietnam vet Blumenthal pretend to take, like... Avenatti's gang rape gal seriously. Well, for and, political
2: reasons. I just I'm so disgusted. And the media, which right. uh, the morning, oh, yeah. the Morning Joe crew on MSNBC was blasting yesterday morning for, for for going with these stories and the ice chucking incident that New York Times made a front page story and acted like it was a big deal. Yeah. Most of the nation is going to react to that with are you kidding? That's where the enthusiasm is coming from. Now, the, some people have thrown around and I've thought this from the beginning, whoever Whoever wins this might lose the election because the other side is going to, you know, be, God, I can't believe those bastards got this rapist on the court, might fire up that side. Or if he doesn't get on, the Republicans are going to be enthusiastic. So, mm-hmm. so you win this one, lose the next one. Right. Could happen. Yeah. I wonder how much the enthusiasm I, I, will dissipate I, if, they get, if he gets on the court. All I was of a sudden just going to say
4: the same thing. The Republicans are going to get it both ways. He's going to get on the court, and that anger and outrage is not going to dissipate much don't at all. You think? Nope, no way. No way. though saying... You know, I could be wrong. Who can... Uh, well, who, I almost said, who can look into the soul of the American people? I've claimed about a thousand times that I can. Um, but, it, it, I, no, I don't think the outrage dies down at all. I don't think anybody will wipe their hands and say, "Woo, that was a tough one, but it's over. No, right. the, the
2: hurt remains. I think if you have are of a conservative yeah. bent, you're better off with a Supreme Court justice in a, a very... Uh, narrowly divided court for the next 30 years than you are for winning the house one cycle in terms of which is more important i see that i see your point there yeah another
1: story that's gaining a lot of traction u.s defense secretary jim mattis is saying the united states stands ready to help its nato allies amid more allegations that russia's intel services launched a series of cyber attacks after talks with nato defense ministers in brussels mattis said we are ready today To provide cyber support to our allies, that is now. He didn't say if the offered uh, capabilities would be used in response to now British and Dutch claims that Russia's GRU attempted cyber attacks on the International Chemical Weapons Watchdog Agency and a host of other targets. I find myself wondering whether this keeps General Mattis up at night. Nothing. I keep other people awake
2: at night. (laughs) <laughs> When's the first time that we or someone launches a major, like real, what do they call it, a kinetic act, like bombs? and Oh, that in sort retaliation of stuff. for a cyber? Attack? Yeah, I, I want to see that happen. Blew up something? Why? Yeah. Because you it, it attacked cyber? This? Right. So far, that hasn't happened. You're going to damage
4: us. We're going to damage you. Maybe we'll ta- we'll do a different sort of damage. It's up to us. You don't
1: like it? Cut it out. There's now a app, a new app to help clean up the streets of San Francisco. Snapcrap! It's an <laughs> app. The- Snapcrap!
2: You got to pause for a laugh
3: after it's that, Marshall. Terrible
2: name for a cereal.
3: Snapcrap! Are they publicly traded yet? <laughs> Check into it, Sean.
4: Yeah, the uh, the stock symbol on the Nasdaq is the
1: poop emoji. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> anyway, it's an app for the iPhone and iPad that lets users go ahead and take pictures of areas that need to be cleaned up. The uh, city has its own app to submit work tickets, but it's so complicated, another guy came along and simplified the process. SnapCrap app automatically sends a user's photo of things like trash, human waste, uh, needles, all that, right to the city's
2: 311 hotline. Trash. You can't oh. clog it up with trash. Let, let's let's lean on the uh, the human poo and needles. Yeah. Just send, we'll, just we'll,
3: send an overhead aerial
2: shot of the city
3: here. <laughs> clean this up. Yeah, it's pretty there good. You go. There's a.
2: I hate to
4: turn this serious, but there was another absolutely horrible attack uh, by a homeless crazy person on an innocent soul. Oh uh, God! In uh, Northern California, you know, we'll talk about that later, maybe. Oh man! Yeah.
1: New York Yankees topped the Oakland A's 7-2 oh, last oh, night. Oh, at oh, home oh. to win the American League wild card. Boom! Aaron Judge getting the party started with a two-run home run of the first inning.
2: There's the 2-1 to Judge. Swung on. There
1: goes deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. A judge in blast. Aaron Judge hit one. Over the auxiliary scoreboard. Over the grandstand. Into the bleachers.
2: All rise. Here comes the judge. Yeah, right. Wow, that judge molested the ball. What? Um. So as I tweeted last night, I'm so excited about hearing the East Coast media go on and on about Yankees Red Sox. I don't hate on the Yankees Red Sox, but I do hate The media only paying attention to postseason baseball if the Yankees and or Red Sox are in it. The Giants won three World Series and it didn't get mentioned once by the media. Nobody even mentioned it.
4: That's a great example of how the national media works, though. It's personal enthusiasm. Right. Right. That's why they. That's how they decide yeah. if the sports story is big or the political personal story. enthusiasm and politics too. All news is based on their biases and what excites them, and they are, according to every poll, every done, ever done, eighty-seven percent Democrat, and about you know eight percent independent, and about three percent Republican. <laughs>
1: Meanwhile, Dodgers kick off their postseason at home today. They're going to be taking on the Braves in Game 1 of the National League Division Series, 5.30 p.m. That's Lookster News. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show,
2: the conscience of the nation. So they literally have one copy of this FBI report that they all have to, like, lean over each other's shoulders trying to read? Ah, copy. Do they stand in line? Do they go by seniority? Is it whoever pushed the worry to the front gets to read it first? How does that work? We'll talk to a reporter next on The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Start spreading the news. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience
4: of the the nation.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. got a guy here with a foreign-sounding
2: name. He plays hockey. <laughs> um, Check his papers. Of the Montreal Canadiens, just became the first athlete born in the 2000s to play in one of the big four professional sports leagues. Huh. So we're into that period of life. Okay. There? I'd put his age at roughly 18. Mm-hmm.
4: Fabulous. Hey, uh, an intern for Sheila Jackson Lee, a leading light of American politics. Um has been arrested for doxing GOP senators in the Kavanaugh battle, posting personal info of them,
2: attempting to expose them to ridicule, violence, or whatever else. Blades are out, man. There are no rules.
4: Yeah, right, right.
2: There are no rules. That's
4: what I'm saying. And the other side is subhuman and, and, and worthy of nothing but contempt and hatred. So you got your uh, FBI report now has been uh, it is dropped to say it's out would be a misstatement because I want to read it top secret. You don't get to read it. What? Stephanie Ramos of ABC News joins us uh, with the details. Hello, Stephanie. Hi there. Hi. So uh, it's it's one copy and the senators have to take turns reading it.
0: Literally one copy. So the way this is. okay so it sounds like it's one copy, one FBI report. But this one report has. Uh, what's called 302 forms. They're the forms that um, have been filled out uh, whenever an agent basically speaks to uh, someone that's a part of this investigation. So uh, these forms make up the report. So it's, it's a lot of paperwork, but you're absolutely right. It is in one room, and it is a secure room. It's a secure room in, in the Senate uh, where this FBI supplemental report will be reviewed today by a hundred senators there they will have access to it this morning in rotating blocks starting with Republicans and then Democrats and then there will be some, some kind of similar rotation throughout the day. So far, as of what say as of nine thirty Eastern time, we've only seen two senators go in there to really? review that report. I was about to ask that. I
2: wonder if they'll actually even read it since mm, I think all but like two of them are really nailed down on how they're going to vote anyway, pretty much no matter what happens. So I wonder how many of them will even read it.
0: Right. It's really interesting because all week there's been this pent-up tension and waiting for this report. and You'd think there'd be a long line of senators waiting to get in there, see what's what's in the report, but... As of just about, you know, uh, 20 minutes ago, two senators have gotten in there, Senator Dianne Feinstein and Senator Mike Crapo uh, and and Feinstein's senior committee staff. uh, So they've also been in there. And and
2: how long has it been been available to read? How long has it been available to read?
0: So it has, uh, well, as of today, uh, because the Senate Judiciary Committee received that report around 2.30 this morning. So it's, it's been here on Capitol Hill since really early this morning. I doubt the senators people. were here at 4 a.m. to read it. But
4: well, maybe it's exactly. one of those deals where the first one reads it and says, ah, it's a big nothing. It's like a bad uh, movie review on Rotten Tomatoes, and so nobody goes. <laughs> Who knows? But
0: this rotation is expected to happen throughout the day, and then there will be a, uh, Senator Mitch McConnell already scheduled the cloture vote, which basically means um, that they'll vote to end this portion of the process, to end this debate and then move on to a confirmation vote. So if that cloture vote passes tomorrow morning, then they would vote for um, Judge Kavanaugh or his confirmation vote would happen on Saturday.
2: And then it'll be over. Yeah. Um, I wonder if, if, as word starts to circulate through the media as the day goes on, that the senators aren't actually going down to read it, they're going to get shamed into reading it and they'll go down there. And I wonder. Walk in there and stare at it for a few minutes. Hmm. Rub their chin and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Could be. Steph, Stephanie Ramos
4: of ABC. Hey, uh, Stephanie, do you have like two minutes uh, to talk about a completely do- different topic?
0: Oh, yes. I, I do have two minutes. Oh. But what's the topic? Well, uh, oh, no,
4: it's 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 about you and your husband, the uh, the to Baghdad and back special yes. uh, that that you produced. You uh, were a first lieutenant in in the United States Army, is that correct?
0: Yes. And, and yes, served. We in, were working in in Canada time in uh, in 2008, and I get, while I was there, I I got deployed to Baghdad. Yes.
4: Yeah, yeah, and won a number of medals for your service, et cetera. But uh and, and you guys produced it using handheld cam corner footage, right? To Baghdad and Back?
0: Yes, you know it's funny, I have not I haven't ta- spoken about this special in in so long, but before I left my husband, my husband now, he was my boyfriend back then, he gave me this little tiny Sony handheld camera and uh, because i wa- I wanted to document everything while I was there so he gave that to me and i I used it i I recorded everything uh, that entire year that I was deployed. and then when I came back, I had all of this footage and my general manager at the time um, was, was on board with, with what we pitched to him, which was a special, a half-hour special. Uh, so we did a couple of different packages on just the highlights of, of that year and what I learned. I it, worked a lot with the Iraqi children there. And just wow. Is it up on YouTube?
4: Events. Can we find it?
0: You know, it was for a, for a couple of years. I mean, it's been 10 years since that. But uh-huh. for a few years, it was on the station's website it was uh, wibw the cbs affiliate in topeka i am yeah. not sure if it's still well, there maybe
4: we'll we'll um, google it we'll track it down and let our listeners know but uh just wanted to point that you. out uh yes Stephanie. And how is, did
0: you hear about it oh,
4: it's in your bio Oh, okay. <laughs> we're, we're very thorough here on the Armstrong and Getty show. So we've uh, had the FBI look into your background, frankly.
0: Oh, wonderful. Yeah, and well, the no, report I do will be out a security clearance. next week. So, oh, they have. That's
4: good to know. All right, great to talk I'm to you. Still thanks. I'm
0: in the army. I'm still in the army, so. Oh, I'm okay. have one. Stephanie Ramos, yeah. ABC News. Thank thanks, you. Stephanie.
2: That I find quite humorous that uh, they're not lined up and fighting over each other to get oh. a look at this report. Uh, the only two people have gone down to even look at it. <laughs> There
4: is a line, well, there was a line, uh, 500, 1,200 deep to get into the National Archives to glance at the Constitution, you know, some of our founding uh, documents, declaration. But ain't a single senator wants to go read this big report. That's funny. (laughs) Well, it is also possible that they're going to say, or they've already been informed by the administration, and there's there's nothing at all groundbreaking. It's a bunch of those 302 forms, raw reporting of what people said. It's what we've heard before. There's nobody new saying anything new, and it's 780 pages.
2: And half the country will uh, take that what you just said, and half the country will say because the president put the clamps on their ability to research it. So exactly, but either I've already way, that spin this morning. Either way, there's no point in reading it. Right would be the result. So
4: yeah, which. Uh, would make you think that, as predicted on the Armstrong and Getty show, we're exactly where we were before it. So but uh, Republicans now have cover to say, of course I care about women and, and allegations like this. We had the FBI look into it. There's so it's all
2: there. over but the voting, which happens tomorrow and Saturday, and then he's on the Supreme Court starting next week, I guess. I suspect so. Trying to uh, take away women's reproductive rights. Depending, gets to get oh, for it on for God's Tuesday.
4: sake. Uh, depending on what flaky Jeff Flake does. He's waiting for his polling to come in to show which way he should vote to better his chances for the presidency.
2: Kavanaugh's got circled uh, Tuesday circled on the calendar. He's going to be in his robe and just start going after women's health rights. It's just, he just can't wait. Uh, I listen to MSNBC. I know what's happening here. That's right. Women won't even be able to go to the dentist if he gets onto the court. Cat Cafes! Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.